and welcome to the DFB Podcast. I am AJ Wolf. I write DisneyFoodLog.com, and I am here with Mr. Brad Johnson. <laughs> That's we... my French name. <laughs> Bradley Johnson. I am French today because I am I am a little sick, a little, <laughs> and so it's my French self. It gives me my French voice, I guess. Your French voice. <laughs> I'm just hypothecating. I, I think sure. you need some rest, yes, Bradley. That's probably all, almost always. All right. So we are. He's from WDW for Grownups. That is where I'm from. In case you haven't checked out that site, and we are here with DFB Podcast Numero 18. Right. That's killer. Sounds, we we I think we came to the conclusion that the last one was 17, so that makes this one 18. 17 plus one. All right, what are we talking about today, Bradley? Today, we're going to have a special DFB podcast. Ooh, a special. Where we are going to discuss... <laughs> special, I'm sorry. No. Speaking a lot of, a lot of new languages today. And we're doing today. it poorly. Um, <laughs> we are going to talk about little news, uh, little news that is 2014-ish, uh-huh. and then we are going to look at the entire year of 2013, all the news and exciting happenings in review. Well, maybe not all the news. Every single maybe thing. Not- if you can find a single <laughs> thing that AJ doesn't mention that happened in 2013, <laughs> send her vitriolic, angry emails. <laughs> Let her know that she missed something. I don't know what vitriolic means, but I can context clue it out. <laughs> You let her know what she forgot. Okay. All right. So we are going to do our 100% comprehensive and exhaustive review you, of 2013. No matter whatever happens, I will forget something. And after that, we're going to do a little trivia. reader qu- Are we going to trivia come before reader questions? I thought reader questions came before trivia. Reader questions do come before So we'll trivia. do reader questions first this time. Just like every other time, <laughs> it's, so it's okay. I'm this so is, excited about the trivia. This is AJ's first podcast. She doesn't. Know. <laughs> I just and, want to get to the <laughs> trivia. Then we're gonna do trivia. Mm-hmm. And then we are going to have a little jamboree, a little hoedown, and then we're out of here. <laughs> Don't promise things that you can't. That well, you you're can't the one deliver. making bold claims that you can do every single thing that happened in 2013. We'll really see what not. happens. So let's see. Let's hurry up and get to the podcast so we can see if AJ truly can discuss everything. That Boy happened in vague. 2013. All right, here we go. Now, before we dive into the news for the main segment, let's do the news. <laughs> So instead of this is 2014 news. This is this is newsy news as opposed to historical news. Hmm. <laughs> or maybe it's not. Okay. AJ doesn't approve. Here we go. Here's the newsy news. So <laughs> what's going on in Disney World, AJ? Well, the two big news items for you guys this time around are a new restaurant and a renovated restaurant. Which one do you want to hear about first? Let's hear about the renovated restaurant. Okay, renovated restaurant happens over at All Star Sports Resort. It's the End Zone Food Court. And they had it closed over the holidays. Why? I have no idea why you would choose to close it over the holidays. They're sadists at Disney World. (laughs) Seriously, come on, Disney World. Really? (sighs) Anyway, it's closed over the holidays. um, And they nobody could get any food there except like little 
crappy packaged stuff for a long time. But anyway, it's renovated. It's new. It's all brand new. It's got cool make your own burgers and it's got a gelato bar. Oh my goodness. It's the place to be. And they're going to keep it open all the way until spring break when they'll be closing it again. At that right. Point. Exactly. No, not really. You guys don't listen to Bradley. <laughs> That's true. I should, I should like, there's going to be bad news going around. The He's internet French. That just, you don't want to. <laughs> don't trust the French on me. <laughs> That's a horrible thing to say. Anyway, um, it's got a lot of elements that have worked well over at Art of Animation Resort Food Court, Landscape of Flavors. Um, and so they're introducing a lot of create your own, make your own DIY food. Um, and so uh, everything's very customizable. So it's a, it's a great food court. Go check it out. We like it. We like the new decor. We like the new food. To be fair, I idea. haven't ever been there. So AJ's really kind of the we there is the royal we. I have no opinion on the all-star court because i <laughs> the we there is the dfb team likes it <laughs> anyway <Her> majesty <laughs> aj <laughs> hmm, am i a princess or a queen um all right so so the the remaining piece of news is Wait, you didn't ask me which one i wanted next what do you which one do you want next bradley let's have the new restaurant Oy. Now, uh... it is spice 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 road 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 table 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 did you get the echo there? Because it's really important. This is a brand new restaurant in Epcot called Spice Road Table. It's in the Morocco Pavilion. So all you people who have been scared to go to Marrakesh because you don't understand the food, head to, head to Spice Road Table because it's small plates. It's little things. You can try lots of different stuff. Mediterranean food. Um, great view. It's right on the water. So you're going to have a great view of the um, Illuminations fireworks. So I'm guessing people will start camping out at those tables around 1 o'clock p.m. Um, to, to get the great fireworks view. Uh, but And I'm a little confused on how that's going to work because, I mean, that is going to start to become a problem, right? That people are going to just start camping because it's like, it's a lounge. We're just hanging out. There's no reservations and they're just going to camp That's right. There. I mean, this is a small place restaurant. There are no reservations. Um, it is not currently on the dining plan or on Tables in Wonderland. Kind of a lot like Tutto Gusto over in Italy. But, you know, people are concerned about, about oh, you know, tables and, and illuminations. Well, the same situation has been the case for Cantina de San Angel over in Mexico, you know, since it opened. Um, and, you know, it's an issue, but you just deal with it. So we're going to see. Do they ever rouse people out and be like, all right, you've been sitting here for too long? I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I don't know if there'll be a time limit to tables. Um, we'll have to see how it shakes out. And we'll have to see if the if that particular restaurant needs to institute some policies, because I think that is probably going to be the case. And I know so, it, it just opened, but how are the uh, early reviews on the food? Early reviews are phenomenal. It is a great restaurant. People are really enjoying it. And... Um, you know, we, we even, uh, one of, one of our contributors, Aaron Foster, um, who lives in New York city said, you know, I would go to this restaurant in New York city. It's that good. So uh, seriously, good, good, good restaurant. People are really liking it. And even though it just opened, there doesn't seem to be too many things they need to tweak. So go check it out. Spice Road Table. So that's our brief coverage of the news of 2014. So now let's head on into our coverage of 2013. So exciting. Let's go. Now it's time for our all-encompassing, every single tiny or great 
item of news that happened in 2013 year in review segment, as we like to call it here at the DSD podcast. <laughs> all the news. Talking about all the news. No, we're actually just going to talk about the highlights, the biggest news stories of 2013. The big, 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 biggest ones. As decided by the premier person of knowledge about Disney food. Bradley AJ Johnson. Wolf. No. <laughs> No. no, we do We do have a top 10 Disney food news items in 2013 post over on the food blog if you want to see kind of everything, all of our big, 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 big news items. But we're only going to focus on about four or five here to get a little taste of what happened. Just in case you haven't been listening to the podcast for the last year. Which, why wouldn't you be? <laughs> That's right. Go download them right now. Immediately. All right. So our first thing that we'll discuss was uh, was an object of you know that generated some debate, some contention, some other words of conflict, and mm-hmm. that would be coffee. 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 Who knew? Who knew that, that coffee people, well, co- could To be cause fair, I, I think that coffee has always been a, a hot topic. Hot, oh, oh dear, a hot topic. A hot. <laughs> you didn't. You made. You didn't even catch your own pun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I. Uh-oh. That was awesome. I am smart without even knowing I'm smart. Yep. What can you say? So, tell us about what happened in 2013 coffee-related, AJ. Well, honestly, there have been several big coffee news items in 2013, but the biggest is the Starbucks. S-Bucks has come to Disney. Um, You can find Starbucks now in Disney World and Disneyland, Magic Kingdom, Main Street Bakery, Market House in Disneyland, no, you can't get your refills on coffee there anymore, which is unfortunate. Over at Fountain View Cafe in Epcot and also in Disney California Adventure, there are four Starbucks and there are more to come. So that's the first big coffee news item. And everyone is happy and no one is unhappy about that. No, and Walt is not rolling over in his grave. <laughs> so as you can expect, some people are very happy that their Starbucks have come to Disney. And there are many people who believe that it should have stayed exactly as it was and think that it is bad that Starbucks is there. So you can weigh in in any comment section of any blog there's post plenty there's everybody or, else does so <laughs> you can tell us how you feel about it um and the uh the next um not as big but sort of big coffee news item is that joffrey's coffee has replaced nescafe everybody's favorite nescafe um as the official coffee provider of walt disney world and disneyland i think that is and i believe I, disney I, cruise line and, oh, and dvc right? and a bunch of other things yeah um so joffrey's is uh maybe not disney cruise line that doesn't make much sense but definitely dvc uh, but joffrey's is is definitely in the mix you'll find lots of those new kiosks popping up around the parks and then so next item shall we move on or is there any more coffee news You've got to look as if you, you feel like there's something. There's, <laughs> there's more coffee. one more coffee. There's one more coffee news item. It's not coming to me. We'll, we'll just, come back we'll to that, maybe. To <laughs> Let's talk about the exciting new technologies that are now coming to the Disney parks. So as you head over to Disney World, um, going forward, you're going to start seeing more about My Magic Plus. And My Magic Plus is a technology innovation where all of where you can basically plan your entire trip 180 days in advance you can schedule your fast passes schedule your meals as you always have been able to do um and and everything that you schedule your hotels your fast passes your 
I don't know, events, everything will be encoded on a magic band that you wear around your wrist. Because everyone knows that spontaneity is the enemy of fun. That's right. Exactly. (laughs) The only way to have fun is to have everything budgeted to the minion. So you will choose your customizable magic band. You'll choose your color. You can get little, little rubber things to put on your magic band, like little things that identify your hobbies and things you love about Disney. Um, But you'll take that, you'll wear it. You can pay your um, bill with it. You can use it to open your door, et cetera, et cetera. And um, another part of the My Magic Plus system is that they're starting to test fast passes for restaurants. So if you don't, if you didn't schedule your restaurant visit 180 days in advance, um, you may soon be able to get a fast pass for your favorite restaurants. Right now they're testing it over at Be Our Guest Restaurant for lunch at the counter service lunch so which actually isn't really a terrible as much as that's that's actually a pretty good idea in general right like if i have to wait 30 minutes for a table why not let me go you know do something during that 30 minutes instead of just sitting standing there making a crowd at the entrance to the restaurant right right exactly and people who have tested this system have said it works very very well that they don't have to wait once they show up they just go to the front of the line and that's how it is so that's uh, that may be popping up at more um more popular restaurants and counter service eateries um in the although future. i feel like it's bred it's going to breed resentment where like People are going to have been waiting for 45 minutes and they're going to see somebody walk in and get seated immediately and they're not going to realize that they had a fast pass and they're just well, going to Well, isn't that how the whole fast pass thing Well, oh, but there's two separate lines there, right? Like you're like that guy. Yeah. You know, they, you, so they understand fast pass when yeah. they walk into it. Well, yeah. maybe there'll be a fast pass line for the restaurants. Maybe there will. But um, that, in addition to, you're seeing a lot of um, digitized menus. You're seeing some backlit menus that are happening. So there's, there's, uh, um, you're seeing a lot of iPad wine lists and things like that. So you're gonna start to see more and more tech updates throughout your uh, Walt Disney World visits. And another piece of technology that gets its own item is the <laughs> rapid fill refillable mugs. Oh, now this is a big deal. So. Bradley, you know, there's long been controversy as to can you bring your Disney refillable mug back to Disney for your next trip and reuse it? Well, those days are coming to an end, my friend. There's no more controversy because they have implemented technology to make it impossible. Disney says, N-O, even when you bought that a bajillion years ago and the cast member told you it was free refills forever... Not anymore. You're shut down. That's right. So these days, they have just instituted at all of the resorts an RFID mug, which will need to be uh, it's computerized chip, and it needs to be read. You can buy X amount of refills. You can buy X amount of days, but it will need to be read by the computer at the refill station every time you get a refill. And um, but you, the thing is now you can use it at all the resorts. So any resort you're at, I don't know why you'd be at lots of different resorts. Um, I know why you'd be at lots of different resorts is because you're going to the restaurants. The question is, why would you then need a refillable? Well, you know, actually, if you're doing yeah. a counter service tour, like if, if you're I'm doing going a over counter to service Cooks, tour, okay, I'm going over to Captain Cook's to yeah. get a, to get the, a sandwich. Yeah, and that's I, true. Uh, now I don't have to pay for a drink while I'm over there. There you go. There you, you know, go. Which so instead of making like. 10, you know, 90% profit on the re- refillable mugs. Now Disney will only make like 89 or mm, 88% profit on them. There you go. Because I, you know, I'm going to go on my You're rapid refill. Use that. I'm just going to go around and around on the monorail getting <laughs> drinks at all the resorts. You can't stop me. <laughs> I got a chip that says I can. <laughs> so 
those are the new mugs. So um, you will no longer be able to use your old mugs. Um, you're going to have to buy new ones for each visit. But now if you have a split stay, if you're staying at All-Star Sports and then Wilderness Lodge in the same trip, you can use the same mug for uh, both places. That way you can keep all the bacteria from one resort. That's right. Keep it in there. In the exactly. <laughs> Brad's a little bit of a germaphobe in case you hadn't <laughs> noticed. So those are that's the new RFID mug situation. And it's a pretty big deal. All right. Our next topic is the giant wreckage that used to be the downtown Disney parking lot. <laughs> Namely, <laughs> Disney Springs and the food trucks that have come along with it. <laughs> Well, that's right. I mean, they are they are making significant changes to the parking lot because they are building um, uh, parking garages down there now. But Disney Springs is the new name for downtown Disney, and it in it um, of course Hyperion Wharf is you know those blueprints are out, and Disney Springs is in. And they it's like, like to just come up with a plan. <laughs> give it a new name and then throw it away three years later. But, well, but we're honestly that, seeing stuff happen the here. The fact that there is wreckage in the downtown Disney parking lot makes me believe that maybe <laughs> they're, they're a little bit, like at least they're going to build the parking garage. They, they may change That's the right. name in three years and call That's it something right. different. That's right. But it will, they will at least have a parking garage by the time they do that. Yeah. So Disney Springs is a renovation of the entire downtown Disney area. A lot of restaurants are leaving and a lot of new restaurants are coming in. And the first thing that we started to see is food truck row with four different food trucks that have come to downtown Disney. Um, and they're offering a variety of different stuff. There's a, there's a, um, an Epcot Food and Wine Festival food truck that offers some food and wine festival, um, some favorite food and wine festival items, um, including an $18 lobster roll, which is pretty expensive that's, for that's a food truck. That's what I always, just, you know, hit a food truck, buy an $18 lobster roll in Florida, which is the home of most of the best lobster in the world, <laughs> right? I'm sure, I'm sure it's imported, right? Like they, like. Uh, that's how you know it's fresh is because it can't possibly be from anywhere <laughs> nearby. <laughs> Did you know, I was told once that underneath Ariel's restaurant in the Beach Club Resort, they have a giant like lobster tank with like Are you sure that isn't like hundreds of lobsters that they use that across sounds like the a, That sounds like an urban legend to me. Every, I'm telling you, I heard it from a chef. Oh, well, if anybody has any info about you, the giant lobster maybe, tank under Ariel's restaurant. You think Ariel's that maybe the chef said, let's see how gullible, gullible this Disney food blogger is. Because there's, there's an episode, I can't remember which, I think it was the Whatever. West Wing. We will get emails. People will tell us that they have seen the giant lobster yeah. tank. People have seen Bigfoot, too. It doesn't necessarily mean All right, Brad's weighing in is saying the giant lobster tank under Ariel's restaurant does not exist, and I'm saying it does. Um, anyway, we're, oh, oh, food trucks. And then there's another food truck with lots of different items from Magic Kingdoms around the world. So there's, there's dishes from the Magic Kingdom in Hong Kong, um, Tokyo, uh, Disneyland, which they brought over the Disneyland corn dogs, the hand dipped corn dogs, which are phenomenal. So if you get a chance to try, go for it. And is then, Disneyland technically a Magic Kingdom? Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Well, yeah. I mean, anything that is essentially Disneyland in any other park is sort of a Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Actually, Disneyland, when it was first introduced, was called Walt's Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom. Right. So I actually have a map of Disneyland from 1965 that says Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom. So all right, well, in your I face. Just, I just asked. It's not my face, face. Bradley Johnson. My face was stuck nowhere. I was asking a question <laughs> that I did not know. I did not know. So yes, it is a Magic Kingdom. Uh, what else do they have? They have a Namaste food truck, which is a lot of items from Animal Kingdom Lodge restaurants and Animal Kingdom. 
Um, and then what is, I can't, I'm not remembering the last thing. What is the last food truck? Hmm. Last food truck is, oh, studios, Hollywood studios. They've got, um, items from the, uh, Disney's Hollywood studios. So there's lots of good eats to try and the food trucks are really cool looking. So go check them out next time you are at Disney Springs slash DTD slash Hyperion Wharf slash Hyperion Wharf slash Pleasure Island slash (laughs) right. (laughs) Whatever. Okay. What's next? Our final item, I believe. Yeah. Which is a Disneyland item, the expansion of Club 33. Yeah, so this is a big news item, um, not because any of us can really go to Club 33 whenever we want, but um, they are shutting down a couple of areas that Disneylanders have loved. The Court of Angels will be shut down for the expand, will be completely decimated actually for the expansion of Club 33 and and the restaurant. Um, for those of you who don't know what Club 33 is, it's an exclusive restaurant, uh, membership only. Um, in, at way more than you want to pay. At way more than you want to pay in Disneyland specifically. Um, and anyway, so they are expanding it. The uh, the entrance will move. Now that original iconic 33 door will still be there, but the entrance will not be there any longer. I didn't know that. So you don't get to use the little doorbell buzzy thing anymore and That's all sad. that. I know, it's fun. Um, uh, Court of Angels will be closed to the public. Um, the trophy room, which many people... That's, I'm pretty bummed about the loss of the trophy room. Well, the trophy room, which is where... Um, a lot of uh, they they had um, trophy heads, animal heads, and and stuff like that in, in that room, and that's where the original, um, um, a lot of the original Imagineering happened in Club Thirty Three. Uh, that will be turned into the restaurant's new kitchen, and so they will move all of those things um, elsewhere. And um, as they say, quote unquote, the entire space will incorporate some of Walt Disney's original ideas for the club. So we'll see what that ends up looking like. Um, Sounds fishy to me. <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, but it will that be a bigger like space. That sounds like marketing speeds for it. It's going to cost more and we're going to take out everything that Walt would have liked. <laughs> I don't think it's probably the case. We'll see. Um, we will definitely have a review for you of Club 33 when it reopens this summer. Uh, and I'm looking forward to that. And... There's rumors that they're going to open a Club 33 in Disney World. They are completely unsubstantiated. We have no idea if that's the case, but the rumors are definitely out there. Unf- you know, uns- let's start some other ones. Some unsubstantiated <laughs> rumors. They're gonna like we can do Space Mountain because like every time we already talked in- about the lobsters under Ariel's <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. true. That's true. We've already rumor. made up plenty of stuff for this episode. <laughs> All right, so those are our top items for 2013 lots of other stuff happened in 2013 but as selected by aj those are the top news items for 2013 those are pretty important those are going to affect your trips going forward yeah because i was like the changes that's club 33 huge impact on me (laughs) anyway bradley moving on reader questions going to do some listener questions or as aj likes to call it reader questions. listener questions <laughs> to now she's going to try and claim that that she doesn't do this but she in fact sent me the email about this segment and it is titled reader questions no, it's titled it's titled um not 
reader question, not reader questions. The, the, the not being silent and not there. <laughs> That's right. It's silent. So Although you, we were you're having, supposed we, to know it's she's there. She's pitching the idea that if you're both a listener and a reader, that makes you a leader. That's right. And so, so these, these are, are actually now, these leader, are leader questions. questions. So let's dive in with our first leader question. You're a leader. Which is from Hattie G. Hattie G's a leader. Who asks, my husband and I are headed to WDW for our 25th anniversary in March. Congratulations. What two credit restaurants could you recommend, would you recommend? Because mm. she could recommend any of them, but she would recommend these. Mm. Well, my favorites. She's going to recommend Lasalle. My favorites right now. Bradley doesn't read my blog even though, because even though he would is, see that I don't recommend Le, Le Cellier any longer because it's too expensive. It's too at this expensive, point. but she's still going to recommend it as a two credit. I she am loves not. It. I am not. I am not. My two credit restaurants right now always Flying Fish. Flying Fish yeah. is always going to be good. That's a safe bet. Um, I'm a huge fan of Flying Fish, and Citricos. Well, no. Mm, oh. I have not had the best Citricos experiences the past few times. Oh, Citricos has been my go-to. You know, California Grill is newly opened yeah. with a new menu. Uh, I think they have some... I will say, though, that for like an anniversary, California Grill, there's such a good chance that you're going to wind up with kids running around and, and all that jazz in there. But it, it is... No, but maybe you like kids. Who likes kids? Maybe you miss your kids on mm. your anniversary. Um, Gico is a good one. Gico. Gico has some, some Gico good... Gico two credits? Gico's two credits. Absolutely. I thought Gico was still one harder. Nope. Gico has always been two credits. I bet. Um, what? Never mind. Let's see. Gico, maybe California Grill, if that's your thing. Citricos. Um, <laughs> Bradley wants you to go to Citricos. Um, and Flying Fish are kind of are kind of my my big. Flying Fish is probably the the hunt the number one safest bet to go yeah. with. Like if you if you really want to make sure that you have a good meal, I would say that's probably the most yeah. consistently good restaurant on there. Yeah, Artist Point has a nice atmosphere and can be quite and good. I, I have had great. Mm-hmm. experiences at Artist Point and I've had lousy experiences yeah. at Artist Point. Yeah, that's, so... I, I couldn't get, like... That's why I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm leaning towards Flying Fish because I just feel like it's, like, every time I go there, I have a good meal. It's great. Yeah. It is great. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so there you go, Hattie. Go to one of those. And then uh, Ken P. asks, are there any character meals in Disneyland that are worth booking? Ken P. sounds like a negative person. <laughs> <laughs> are any of these character rather than worth brushing <laughs> come on ken p glass half full how about is yeah how about are any of the are any of the wonderful character meals at disneyland not worth booking <laughs> well okay so here's what i would choose as far as character meals they're probably all worth booking um the pch grill might not be your best bet it's kind of far away from everything else and that's polite aj speak for don't bother with pch but grill. it is super comfort food so you know that would be if you're into that but some of my favorite character meals are um, Goofy's Kitchen is a great breakfast, lunch, brunch option. Um, Storyteller's Cafe is fantastic. Um, there aren't that but many. But it's only a character meal for breakfast. It's only a character meal for breakfast. That's foreshadowing. <laughs> Listen to the rest of the podcast and you'll see why. <laughs> so I think those two would probably be my, my favorite choices. Yeah. All right, then. Well... Then that is that's what we've got for reader questions this week. If you have reader, reader questions, questions, leader, if you are a leader in your community and life, please send your questions <laughs> to podcast at disneyfoodblog.com with podcast in the title and ask us anything and we will answer it on air. Now it's time. 
trivia. So finally, finally trivia. She 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 wanted to do this first. She's very excited about her. So trivia. excited about this this podcast's trivia question. I can't say week or month, but podcast this trivia podcast question. Podcast trivia question. So it's very difficult. Let's start with last week's trivia question. Let's. Which was <gasps> what restaurants? Name two restaurants that have a character meal for breakfast only and the options that you could have selected from to be correct were ohana in disney world polynesian resort cape may cafe in disney world beach club resorts storytellers cafe in disney there's the foreshadowing coming to pass (laughs) in the grand california resort and disneyland resort and the plaza inn in disneyland um mini's Minnie's breakfast. Which is an okay breakfast, but the the lunch is, is super awesome. Well, so. yeah. I mean, when it turns into counter-service lunch, yeah. the, so don't go there for breakfast. It's bomb diggity. Lunch. So those are four viable answers. And everybody most everybody said Ohana and Cape May Cafe. And one of the people who said those two was, in fact, Claire S. from the United Kingdom, who will be getting a free copy of a DFB guide of her choice. Hooray, Claire! Hooray for Claire. Well done, Claire. What's this week's question, AJ? This week's question. I'm so excited. I think this is very hard, so I'm I'm excited to see who who gets the um, the right answer. Which Disney princess's father now has his name on food kiosks in both Disneyland and Disney World? So if you think you know the answer to this, let's do the question again because they might not have, <laughs> they might have totally heard it. Which Disney princess's Father, so I want you to name the princess. Father. Although we will accept if you send the father as well. That's true. Send them both. Get bonus points. Now has his name on food kiosks in both Disneyland and Disney World. So if you think you know the answer, send your response to trivia at disneyfoodblog.com with a trivia in the subject line, and you will be entered to win. If your answer is correct, you will be entered to win a free copy of a DFB guide of your choice. Huzzah! Huzzah! So that brings us to the end of yet another fine episode of the DFB podcast. I feel so enlightened to have known everything that has happened in 2013. We had some some great stuff happening, and there's going to be even more happening in 2014. So just keep keep coming back to the DFB podcast to get your source of Disney food information and news. If you like us, you can head on over to iTunes and leave a review over there. You can subscribe. Not if you don't like us. (laughs) You can do that, too, if you don't like us, but we prefer if you did. That's right. Um, you can also follow us at Twitter at dfbpodcast.com. You can check out AJ's information at Facebook on Facebook at facebook.com slash Disney Food Blog or check out WDW for Grown Ups, which I am happy to note just passed its 200,000th follower on wow, Facebook. Wow, 200,000 likes. Facebook.com slash WDW for Grown Ups. Come check us out on our forums. All kinds of wonderful th- ways to connect with us. Shazam. Shazam. So thanks for listening in. For AJ Wolf, I'm Brad Johnson signing off. You sound so authentic. You know, it's funny now <laughs> when you say that because, in fact, 
I was just reading through iTunes reviews and like most people are give us five stars, but every once in a while, yeah. somebody drops in a four star and it's always about my voice. They're like, Brad needs to chill with the radio host voice or whatever. Are and you serious? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm sick today, so I'm trying a different voice out. But This I, is honestly just Brad's voice. I don't really have a different voice. He I, doesn't really have a radio host voice. This is just what he does. Yeah, so enough of the four stars. Come on. <laughs> it's leave okay if alone. you want to leave four stars. I'm sorry, guys. Leave I, just, I talk like alone. a radio. I talk like a radio show host. I, I apologize. Well, he used to. What was that job you used to have that you were really good at? I was a telephone survey guy. See? So he got a lot of people to take a survey. That's right. So trying again to sign off this time. With my radio host voice, this is Brad Johnson signing off. See, that's what it really sounds like when he's a radio host.